again, everybody, and welcome to another segment of Hollywood Memories. I'm Dan Roberts, the publisher of The Vegas Voice, and I get the great pleasure of co-hosting this with my favorite columnist, the other woman in my life, and that is Miss Beverly Washburn. Thank you. Beverly, thank you so much for being here. We are going to do a segment in which we've never discussed before. It frightened the hell out of me, and we'll go over <laughs> that. But before we do that, I just want to remind everyone that for videos like these and all the others that we have for The Vegas Voice, you have to hit that subscribe button. So now that that's out of the way, I want to discuss with you one of the most frightening, terrifying, <laughs> scandalous things you've ever, you've ever done as a little girl. But I just want to walk people through it. Now, you've done many different episodes, movies, TV segments, in which it was just absolutely frightening as a little kid. <laughs> and, and, you know, you did Old Yeller, mm-hmm. right? And in Old Yeller, <clears throat> the dog dies. But that was okay because that's part of the script. Yeah. But then you did a Superman with the Moleman in which <clears throat> I told you it scared me, and yet people came up to you, and what happened? Uh, well, first, let me just say thanks to you, Dan, for doing this, and thanks uh. to all of you for watching. Um, actually, I was doing a, an autograph show, and somebody came up to me, and I had this photo of me sitting there with this little mole man, and a man came up, and he said, I grew up with you, and he said, I remember that show, and he said, I just have to ask you, did those men scare you? And I said, no, actually, I thought they were really cute. And he said to me, well, they scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if, if uh, you thought that was cute, we're going to get to an episode that really scared the hell out of everybody. <laughs> and, but you know what? What I got a kick out of is that you mentioned, well, besides doing that, you were also in another movie called Spider Baby. Mm-hmm. Now, in two sentences, tell me about that one. Well, we'd have to be here all day. Maybe we can do a segment just on Spider-Baby because that's with Lon Chaney Jr. And right now, that's the one I get the most fan mail from. Which really frightens me, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek, campy horror film. People die. Yeah, and I I kill people. And that's nothing compared to what we're going to (laughs) discuss now. And you know what? But what I got a kick out of is that you've also done a couple of segments on Wagon Train. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody remembers Wagon Train, Ward Bond. And there was a, a situation with Ward Bond that in a couple of sentences, because I just can't get over the problem that they saw and the problem that we're going to overcome right now. Go ahead. Ward Bond did what? Well, he swore a lot, not intentionally, but he was used to being around a lot of guys. So the F word would just come out of his mouth all the time. So the welfare worker on the set um, pulled me off the set and said, if if he does one more swear word in front of her, she won't be allowed to be here the rest of the day. And the welfare worker always had to be on the set. Yes, they were brought in by the um, uh, Board of Education and they were called welfare workers because they were there for the welfare of the child actor to make sure that everything went smoothly, that they got an hour for lunch, three hours of schooling, no overtime, and all that kind of stuff. So the welfare worker was really looking out for you. Exactly. So if there was anything going on that she thought was inappropriate, she could pull you from the set. Right, like when he was swearing all the time, which he didn't mean to. He didn't even realize he was doing it. But she had that much authority. Yeah. Okay, now... Let's get to some scary parts. You did an episode, Wagon Train, with Lou Costello. Now, that is Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Okay. 
Tell us what was the facts behind that one. Well, again, that was kind of a, a strange little episode because I was um, a little runaway girl and he was um, an alcoholic and we become friends and we stow away together. Alone I'm, with him. You were with him. Yes. There was no problem with that. In the wagon train. Mm. I want you to understand, I could even understand that back then because it was Lou Costello. Right. Which was before Bill, Cro Bill Cosby. So things have changed now. Now, we're going to discuss one of the scariest episodes I've ever seen. <laughs> and that was with a guy named Dick Powell. Yes, a wonderful actor. He worked with you, right? You did a scene together. You did an, an episode together. An episode. Tell us about Dick Powell. Well, he was a, a wonderful gentleman, and uh, I adored him. He was really great to work with. And it was uh, on a show called Four Star Playhouse. And uh, it was an episodic show every I believe it was on weekly, and they had different hosts. It was Dick Powell, Ida Lupino, David Niven, and Charles Boyer, and they would alternate and then do, um, you know, a different segment every week. And and they would be the the star. The okay. star. Now we're going to discuss a segment you did, or a TV show you did with Dick Powell, which I am telling you is the most <laughs> frightening, terrifying TV segment I've ever seen, and. How this can happen is just beyond me. So you worked with Dick Powell. He was very nice. Very nice. Okay. Now, if I recall, you did an episode and it was called? Autumn Carousel, which to this day, I have no idea what that title even meant. It made no sense. Made no sense. Okay. But it, that's very calm, very, very relaxing. Doesn't tell you how terrifying this episode was. <laughs> and in this episode, you were with? Dick Powell, you got the second billing. Yeah. Okay. And what I'd like you to do is very, just the facts now, just the facts. Tell me, what was this TV segment about? Well, I was a little girl traveling alone. My parents were divorced. So I get on this train and I meet this man um, portrayed by Dick Powell. And I sit next to him and then we kind of form a little relationship. A relationship. Well, Wait, no, no. That's, That's what I, I want to discuss, the relationship. <laughs> now, if I recall, you folks are divorced, mm -hmm. and you were commuting back and forth by train. Yes. Okay. So, And, of course, the train took a day or two days to go across. And your divorced parents, who were not in the episode, mm -hmm. they allowed this 10-year-old girl mm -hmm. to go on a train all by herself. Mm -hmm. Now, if that doesn't scare you, we have a lot more. <laughs> and the thing is... That you befriend him, is that correct? Yep. Holding hands and everything. Holding hands. So yep. <laughs> this was before Stranger Danger, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. And yet there was no problem with it. The welfare workers said nothing wrong with it. No, but now we're talking like over 60 uh, years uh, uh, ago. We'll get into that. We'll get it. But right now, if I understand this, you befriend him. Yes. He takes your hand. Mm -hmm. You even tell the, the train conductor that, or the porter, that he's your father. Right, because I tell a little lie. A little lie. And yet, nobody came to your rescue yet at that time, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, in in the on in the in the uh, TV episode, if I understand this, you spend two days with him. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. And no police, <laughs> no child protective services, and because you crossed state lines, no FBI. There, were, there wasn't even. <laughs> It wasn't even a concern. So I'm asking parents and grandparents, pretend this adorable 10-year-old girl was your daughter or granddaughter. Would you allow that to happen? 
It was a different time. Uh, well, we're going to go into that because after you're holding his hand, there is a scene that I, I just, you've got to see this to believe it. <laughs> the scene starts with, what are you holding in your hand? Matches. Ten-year-old girl has matches. Just happen to have matches. Just happen to have it in the scene. <laughs> and then what do you do with the matches? I light a cigarette. For Dick Powell. For Dick Powell, yeah. So, you, <laughs> wait a minute, a little girl has matches. I know. She lights a cigarette to this stranger, and nobody had any concerns about it. I know. It's, it's the weirdest thing. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and it should frighten the hell out of you. And yet, wait a minute, now there's more. So besides allowing this 10-year-old girl, Jill, to stay with this stranger, mm-hmm. to light a cigarette, he then says, when the train stops, let's go to a carnival. Is that correct? <laughs> That's correct. And, and you say yes. Mm-hmm. So you get off the train with this guy, with this stranger, <laughs> and... If I recall, he then says to you, we'll take a later train. Am I correct? (laughs) You take a later train. You're killing me, Dan. I'm killing you. I'm killing you. I I saw this and I said, what? And and he took you to the carnival. Yeah. Did you have a good time? (laughs) Apparently. Apparently. (laughs) And then you get back on another train. No police. Hmm. No FBI. No. Even your divorced parents. Didn't care. Or didn't, didn't care. Or didn't contact anybody. The welfare worker said, wait, this is perfectly fine. Let's just let's just do a scene like that when you get off the train. I know. And they didn't have cell phones back then. So if my train is going to be late, I would think the parents would panic. I would think somebody would. <laughs> or you'd hope they would. I don't know. And then, But you have a wonderful time. And then... At the end of this of the other carnival, you then <clears throat> get off the train, and how does he, he how does he say goodbye to you? <laughs> come on, come on, wait, wait, wait! He, he gives Take me a, a kiss goodbye, but that was totally innocent. It was just on the cheek. Oh, but that still. was the innocent one. <laughs> no, everything was innocent, but um, nobody thought anything of it at the time, and now it would be totally inappropriate. You think so, huh? <laughs> I mean, I. What I can't get over, as I watched it again and again, your, your divorced parents. Not there. Not there. Matter of fact, when you get picked up, it's by the chauffeur. Yeah. And he said, hi, how are you? That's it. No big deal. <laughs> and he and in the movie, in the TV segment, Dick Powell says, I'll see you again real soon. Yeah. That was like a happy ending, wasn't right. it? Right. He invites me to his house to meet his wife. And have dinner with him or something like that. I know it's on YouTube, right? It should be, unless the FCC pulls it, because this is one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. Now, And and I'm asking you now, as you reflect on it 50 years later or so, 60 years later, can you possibly imagine a TV segment like this now? Oh, my gosh, no. It would be absolutely, totally inappropriate. But see... As I mentioned, it was over 60 years ago. It's a different time, a different lifestyle, and nobody actually thought twice about it. I mean, it was obviously totally innocent, but you couldn't have a show like that with, first of all, why would I have matches, a little girl with matches? And then 
even the fact that he smoked in front of me, and then I'm lighting his cigarette, you lit his cigarette. and traveling with him and holding his hand, and we never met before. I mean, but back then, nobody even gave it a second thought. It just seemed like a normal show. But now it, it's kind of almost comical. It's making me laugh looking back, like, oh my gosh, what was this storyline? It was crazy. And now that, but Dick Powell was proud of the segment. He had it in his uh, TV collection. Again, I, I'm just stunned that nobody, the welfare worker who looks out for you, so Ward Bond can say, damn, or hell. No, you can't do that. But, no, let's take a little girl off a train, and we'll say we'll take a later one. And Oh, no, there's not. I know. Isn't that. that odd looking back now? Um, because, no, she she had that capability. She could have said, no, 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 this cannot be filmed. But she didn't. I mean, it was totally innocent, but the way it comes across is something that's not appropriate, not in today's world. For not sure. even close. No. Again, when I saw it the first time, I had to stop it and say, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you actually have matches in the scene. I know. No one ever like, said, where did, where did you them? get them from? I know. I have no idea. And yet, oh my everything God. was fine. And you know what? And unless you tell me otherwise, you lit it very professionally for a 10-year-old girl and you, you lit a cigarette. No problem. I Isn't that odd? It's just... Really strange looking back, and I haven't seen this show myself in you know all these years. So it's fun that you wanted to talk about this segment because it's so long ago, and you know you make me laugh because <laughs> you think it's just such a crazy. Well, no, I know it is. Well, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> no, I you by yourself, and nobody seemed to mind. Ten year old girl traveling, crazy, and now. How fast do you think the police would be there oh. or the FBI or Child Protective Services? I know. He would be arrested as a pedophile and, and probably go to jail. Yeah, I know. And like traveling with Lou Costello by myself as a stowaway, another, you know, yeah. that's that's weird too. And everything was totally fine. Yeah. How many more of these do you have in your career? <laughs> um, nothing quite like this, but... Um, it's fun to kind of reminisce about it because looking back, it is it is kind of comical that we would be allowed to do that kind of a show and nobody thought twice about it. Nobody, nobody thought, thought this twice. is inappropriate or this shouldn't happen or, oh, my goodness, that's awful. It was just a sweet little show, you know, where we meet and yes, uh, we girl. like come each on other. Yes, come on over, little girl. <laughs> I know. It's I, crazy. And, and again, you, you have to see this on YouTube. And it is, again, Autumn Carousel with Beverly and Dick Powell. And I just defy any parent or grandparent <laughs> to watch this show and say, oh, no, that seems fine. It was an innocent <laughs> little show. And it, that's the way it was. Yeah, back then, people didn't think twice about it. it was, didn't think twice. Nobody yeah, did. But in, in today's world, it would not fly at all. Would, I'm, <laughs> I'm just grateful that your career didn't crash because of doing this. And, and Dick Powell still had a career afterwards because... He was proud of this episode. Yeah. It was a sweet episode. It was just a little weird, but. <laughs> Wait, that's weird. The mole men with Superman, that wasn't as weird as, as this. It just shows you how fortunate I am to have Beverly with the Vegas voice. So thank you. Thank you for putting up with me. Oh, no, you're so much fun, Dan. Oh, thank you. We're going to hunt over the vacation and time to see how many more of these did you make so we may do this so 
I thank you again, as always. Thank I'm you. just hoping that when we get off the air, you don't hit me over this. But No, I, I, this was fun to talk about and reminisce about. And um, it's just I have so many wonderful memories. And this is one of them, really. It, it was really great working with him. He was really really nice to me and the cast was good the everybody crew was, everybody yeah, it, it was a, a wonderful time in my life and nobody freaked out over the episode <laughs> i'm the only one that freaked out over the episode apparently well i think a lot of people might freak out now oh i challenge anybody yet but i thank you so much thank you dan and this is dan roberts with beverly washburn for hollywood memories and we'll hopefully see you again next time thank you